Hey. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, you're listening to and watching Ultra Life, the show about business and life. Today I have my special guest here, Richard Condor. Uh, he is here to talk to us about patents and how he's, he takes his ideas to patent and make them profitable. We'll give you nine steps to take today on what you can do when you have an idea and how to follow through on it. But first of all, Richard, tell us a little bit about, like, uh, you know, I saw you in CEO space, and I saw your, like, experience growing, literally, right, from here to standing. Yes. Um, tell us a little bit about that, your experience, and why you started uh, getting patents. Well, um, I'm disabled, so I started doing this to make my life easier so I could still function at a relatively normal level. I created the patents for my purpose so I could continue doing the things around the home that, that would improve my quality of life, quality of life, that would improve other people's. So I just started uh, making things. I've done that all my life, but I decided to start patenting and moving things into market and realized that there's money to be made and there can be a lot of money if you do it correctly. And that's what started me. And I've been out of my wheelchair over two and a half years now, and I'm still doing good. Two and a half years has been that long. Yeah, yeah I remember it was like the Christmas, uh, Bernie was in town, the founder of CEO Space. Yes. And, uh, yeah. Um, I have patents from utility patents uh, to medical devices um, to uh, shovels and other things in that that are going on right now, even sporting I'm all over the place, just like my mind. But it, but it works for you. It really works for me. I might take a different approach. I've made a lot of mistakes, and I've learned a lot. Um, I'm very passionate about helping other people avoid those mistakes as well. That uh, can really sink your ship. <coughs> doing it right and just make it take off really a lot. So uh, what what is your first thing that you do? Number one thing that you do? Uh, there has to be a Start need. Working on idea. Um, there has to be a need. You need to see a need that the public or yourself on that. And there has to be a need for it that's useful. And from there, after I take that need, and then I'll, I'll move on to see to my idea, put it on paper. We can draw that out and see how that goes. Um, so what do you say need? Can you give us an example of what you're talking Okay, one of my patents is uh, a gutter and I can't climb up and down the ladder so that I take that chance of falling off the ladder. And there are thousands and thousands of people that are permanently injured, seriously injured, or even leaked death from falling off the ladder and gutters every year. So, so controversial. It, it really works. Okay. Um, so I put it together. I come up with the idea and how that works, and I found the strangest shape leaf blower I could on, on the orifice out. And I made that adapt to it. And it'll go up to two stories. So I put that and tried it and see how it worked. But I had to make a few adjustments to move it down so I don't have to pick it up and take it down on that. But the end of it adjusts. And then the other part, because there was a lot of pine needles on it, that the direct stream of air that's going into it kind of locks them in. So I created a spiral so it actually spins the air, so it literally lifts the needles and things like that up 
off of the bottom instead of pushing them in together, it actually picks them up and forces it into the mainstream there. So it's much more effective as well as it's an adjustable, a little bit of pressure. You can change directions with it. And it can come out, depending on the power of the leaf blower, almost two miles an hour. So it's a hurricane force. It'll blow a rock out probably inch and a half to inch and a half, two inch rock. It'll blow right out of your gutter. And also adjust so you can clean down spouts and blow them out as well. Great. So I haven't had to, I haven't climbed the ladder since. So when did you come up with it? Um two thousand six is when I first came up with that. Two thousand seven I started working on those. So the I uh, just continue. Oh, excuse me. It was 2009 is when I came up with that one, and uh, started working with other patents. And started looking into it. I used uh, a patent company from back in uh, Pennsylvania. Um, they did an okay job. I got my patent. Um, I've since found better people to work with and that I'm very happy with, which is Tumsler and Associates. I really like the work. Their engineers are based, the attorneys are, are patent attorneys are based in those fields of that. Like one has an engineer and he's also a patent. So I found the right people that works with me, my particular personality, my model, how I can things on that have a good strong relationship and okay, that's good. important so you had one you had you saw a need yes like you was working what you saw something you know what this would be a good thing then you came up with the idea what's your then over there i did a patent search right? if i was going to do that patent, if i thought well this is a great idea i wonder if i can patent it i did my own patent search, search how, do, how do you do that you can just google it Go on uh, patent search, uh, USPTO, on that, and look USPTO. at gutter cleaning accessories. Yeah, uh, US Patent Office, gutter cleaning apparatuses or attachments for leaf blowers. And I looked up that, see what was seeing what was available, and I designed it around anything else that was available at the time. There really wasn't. Uh, okay, then, good. Then I built it. So you you drew it out. Mm-hmm. You draw the idea first. Yes. That's step three. So yes. Yeah. So you had step three. So you drew it out. Now, when you drew it out, are you an artist? No. Well, yes, I am an artist, but you don't have to be. You can just get a basic idea. They're going to redraw it. The engineers will redraw it anyway on that to specific specifications. You know, for the patents. On that, drew it out. What I thought it would look like. And then uh, started finding a way to put it together that, it, that resembled what I was thinking of. And uh, just find whatever part you can to make it work. You know, your first initial part, I mean, duct tape and, and dangling wire would work, but that initial idea. See what it's going to work. So you draw it out and then you make a model of it? Yeah, yeah, make a model of it. At the same time? Yeah. Okay. So you yeah. just, it doesn't matter, you don't have that any skill. You no. don't have the idea. No, just and if it's there. rough, it's okay. It seems to represent yes. the uh, right, right, yeah. The proof of concept is basically what it is. And that, so you can show proof of concept. The concept is going to work, what it's going to look like, and it's never the, the finished product. So you don't have to worry about that. On that, but it'll be. I think by the end, in that, 
uh, it'll it'll come out uh, looking more like what you look, what you would like to in the market. And then after that, you have an engineer and contact with engineers on that. And that's where you don't have to draw it up beautifully how that works. Engineers will do that through an AutoCAD or SolidWorks. So step like four that. is you take it to an engineer. Right. <clears throat> design, how much does that cost? You know, it really varies. It really varies depending on the engineers and the complexity of the design. Yeah, right. yeah that, that. So where could it, I mean, what's the bottom level? Uh, bottom level is I've had an engineer recently on the one that had draw that up for me was as much as four hundred. It's a little less that. I've had other ones to up, up into thousands that have cost me several thousand dollars on that just to draw that up. Um, you just have to watch them and make sure that that it stays within the realm of what your idea and your vision is, and not the engineer oh, take yeah. on I've, his vision. I've seen the doing like the show. Make sure my director gets all. Sometimes it's like a practical Right. No, really. No, really. No, really. Yeah. You know? Um, it's very much a Q&A between them. And yeah. That. And yeah, make sure you have an engineer that you have a good relationship with, that you understand each other's personalities. But there again, it's, it is a relationship. You said you fired my seven boxes. Right. Before. So, because uh, what I've noticed a lot of times people will go with someone and they start complaining about Firing, right? Um, how? What would you say? When would you say would be the right time to let the engineer go? The public engineer, right? And how would you help empower people to do that? They really do see people struggling. Engineer, <clears throat> one, if they proclaim and tell yourself, tell you that they're and try to sell you hard how what a genius they are, you should get away from them. When they try to push their vision of your creation instead of your vision of documentation and not give you a viable explanation of why it needs to be changed, then uh, move to another engineer. Go somewhere else. Someone else. Because otherwise, it can create a lot of headaches in the future down the road when you realize that, well, that's not my vision and you're going to have to pay because you haven't changed anything. And at the end, the prototype drawing is... Um, not the same as a manufacturing drawing. Engineering for manufacturing and the engineering for patent are two different things, always. So the, the engineering for a patent, for to file a patent, which is the basic idea of how it functions and things in, in the description, will be different than being engineered for manufacturing. That's always different. And generally, the manufacturers will, they, they absorb that cost. Look at that. Um, and then oh, after you get to engineering, yeah, after you get to the engineering part, and then uh, you have to do get ready to file that. You have the attorneys to file your patent, do another patent search. Now that's going to cost you roughly five hundred to maybe a thousand dollars. So like an official, yeah, patent. an official patent. And this, and this is just to be clear. This is Richard's experience. He's not telling you how. Specifically to do it, but he's telling you how he's done it, and then you can decide how you want to do it. This is the process he's taking. You can go without the patent search, but you're taking your gambling if you do that. The and second patent. The second patent search. Then you're gambling if you don't go through and have have uh, the attorneys 
and, and your law firm, and they do have to be filed with an attorney, a patent attorney. They do have to do that for you, sure. or it's not really recognized by the U.S. or international patent offices. Once you do that, and then... So you've done international patents and yes. just domestic, or this is... I've done domestic and international. Recently did international patent and trademark, and that, which is NOAA, is my, is my trademark, and that of... Uh, it's called Noah Shovel. You can find that on Google where you want. What is it? It's a sandbag shovel. It fits inside a sandbag. And one scoop, six to ten seconds, perfect measurement, fills a sandbag, six to ten seconds. And you're done. Very simple. So real you see you do it. It's like, yeah. You're good. Yeah. My shoulders are torn apart, and I can do it without yeah. causing me to hurt So it, it's pretty effective. Yeah. Tell, tell us a little bit about your... Uh, more like what are you what are you doing you're able to deal with your health problems and reduce well is that, is that okay yes yeah um and that actually my patents and the way i design things around that are because of my disabilities that i have that i'm mm-hmm. although i function so at, a, at such a high rate level that a lot of science can't prove but again that's because i would well, if there's not a tool available, I will create it and see how it works for me. My shoulders are macerated, and that is really, that is the diagnosis on them. My cervical spine has collapsed, and I have uh, spinal cord impingement levels. And my lumbar, as you're aware of, and that you saw that, where it's been reconstructed, uh, where I've been able to walk. I walked out of the hospital in two days, and that was because of new technologies. Yeah, they did 3D printing and did some, replaced some parts of that, put those in there, and instead of two weeks in a hospital, I was able to get up, walk out of the hospital in three days. Again, that was another record that they've never seen. There's a mindset. I don't want an old surgery done on my injuries and that. I want new technologies, and I insist on new technology. For years, they only wanted to get heart surgery. Do you recently over time see it Yeah, and it's if you insist on that and find the right doctors or the right professional in the field of your thought or what you're looking for, don't settle for somebody that tries to talk you out of it. If you know in your heart that that's correct. Follow through with it, and if somebody tries to change your mind about that, fire up. It's up to you. They work for you. If you're going to spend the money on that, and whether it's in the medical, a doctor, or the engineering or patent, and it doesn't, things are not working out, and you don't have a strong relationship or connection with that person, get rid of them and fire them. Use that word. They work for you. If you're going to spend that money, they work for you. And sometimes, in order for them to see a different view and to hear those words that they've been fired um, that usually can get them to sit back and maybe change their school of thought be a little bit more yeah. open so you're doing a little bit absolutely yeah I, I hear that absolutely. I hear that I'm, people call me very, uh, I say how it is some people love it some people do not like it because I say how it is yeah. and it's become more and more natural um, but I do notice even if they don't like it, a lot of times it's a waste of Well, absolutely. They should. 
and, and most of all, you're helping yourself and move on. It doesn't mean that the search is ended. It just means the search continues. That's what it is. So, um, but what I was looking for, I think it's become such a part of you that you don't realize it. Mindset, uh, your empowering mindset to understand is uh, you're missing the fact that you can just be so called writing about your illness Yeah, I don't have to. take it to the village. What is the mindset that makes you do all these things? To be here today. You can I'm have just, an excuse. Yeah, I'm hey, not I've had a lot of surgeries. I can't drive. I'm not coming. You know, what is your mindset that empowers you to forward? Well, you can have 25, 30, 50 reasons not to, but I only need one reason to. But that's because I have some knowledge and I'm able to help other people uh, not make the same mistakes that I have made so they can be more successful and avoid some of the pitfalls. And uh, with me, pain's part of my life, so it's just it's temporary. I can get this, and I can always treat myself, and I will later on when I get home and stuff. And if I'll create, I have, I'm in the middle of something else in that, another medical device that I'm working on. I have a prototype. I can't talk about that yet, but it's a prototype, and I'll go home, and I'll put it on. I'll work it. <laughs> I'll work on it, and it works for me. So I just need to revise that. And again, you know, after the patent search, you're going to make some adjustments. Which is number six. Number six. So we're back to that. Yeah. If you're going to make the adjustments on that patent search and how you see that there and that, you need to remember that there needs to be, in order for a patent, a minimum of a 20% uh, variation or, or increase in effectiveness of the product that you patent. 20%. It's a very minimum on that. It should be a lot more. 20%. Variation oh, or right. improvement in a design. So yeah. would that be utility on everything? That that's basic. Works? Yeah, that's basic. So that's a matter of your utility. Right. Still usable. Still right. There's tons of utility. Yes. There's even utility pads that are more known. A lot of that's marketing. Yeah, marketing. Yeah, that's, that's marketing. Marketing is everything. That's what I'll start talking. You know. On those adjustments, you'll make those adjustments in order to get above the 20%. You should always get at least 50% if there's something like that. At least uh, a 20-50%. If you can get a 50% improvement in the functionality of whatever your product is or the difference or variations in it, that's definitely a good thing. The other part on the adjustments is you can incorporate variations of the same pattern. Like on my NOAA shovel, uh, on NOAA, I have uh, six different variations on handles and stuff on that that works on that, that are incorporated into the patent and the patent search. So I'm not limited to just one simple design, but that design will incorporate another six on that. But part of the basic things happen with it, the, the handle design changes. And it's, uh, the, that can be changed, but the basic design of the pan works beyond anything that you'll ever find. It doesn't have to be just sand. It'll go on rocky ground use construction. It's easier if you're, uh, I can't stand up and use a shovel, but I mean, if I kneel down, it's very ergonomic and it works easy on my arms, my shoulders, my spine. And I can't take a lot of jostling, it works that well. 
So it, it has multiple uses, multiple functions. If you can do that, they're even better than, than that. And I made those adjustments after the patent search, after I could look at it. Again, for the last one, you have a provisional stage, which should go a year to 18 months on that, which means you can make changes after you file the provisional or pending status. You have a year to 18 months in order to make those changes and still maintain your patent You'll have 18 months, a year to 18 months after that, to be able to file international patents. They're not cheap. A lot of countries require yearly maintenance fees of this patent in order to maintain your patent protection in other countries. Uh, United States is different in that you pay your patent fee recovery for a number 20, 25 years on the patent. And you're okay. Other countries are not the same. So you countries say, different. So how much on average Um, six to ten thousand dollars. Six to ten thousand dollars is what you need to for your initial. Um, that may or may not include your patent searches, uh, adjustments. There could be additional filing fees depending on the type of patent that you have and the complexity of your design. That all of that has to pay into it. Uh, my first one, the gutter cleaner, and that probably cost me upwards of uh, closer to about twenty. Get the, to, to get that done. Is that what would be possible? No. I need to redesign it. What happened is uh, four, okay. almost five okay. years ago, my home burned down, and we lost everything, and I lost our prototypes. So we had to rebuild part of our lives and that, and then I had to rebuild a pipe and start all of the process all over again. And again, don't give up just because something like that happens. Just start over. Now I could do it a lot faster. I found the right marketers. I found the right manufacturers to work with and that global manufacturers that will help uh, keep myself protected. It's into their interest also. So you need to find the right people to work with you. And now I'm aligned with global manufacturers. I can help other people with that too. Uh, my company, my company is a holdings company, Condor Holdings LLC. And that's basically what it is designed to is to hold and license or sub-license patents for other people to help navigate this, the, the, so to speak, the freeway uh, to profitability and, that, and the marketability of the patents. Great. Help them with that. Great. So you got the adjustments, you got the manufacturing, yeah. you got the so eight, seven, right? The manufacturers will adjust all of the drawings to their specifications, to the tooling. Um, and they'll charge you for it too, right? Yes. If you have to pay for the tooling of those things for the manufacturing, that that on you hundreds of thousands of dollars. So you'll have to, you can do that. Or some manufacturers, depending on who it is, like the ones I work with and that, will pay for the tool. If it's a good enough product. Oh, they'll pay for the tooling. Right. Right. And they just take that and basically that's where the licensing or the royalties come. And those can be anywhere from 5, 7 percent, 15, 20, 25 percent, depending on how much you want them to do. So they're taking a risk when they look at it, or you already have contracts? Well, me, I will have contracts in place. Um, but some of them will take a risk, and they do market studies. Everything we just talked about, the manufacturers and the marketing people, they will do that also. So you basically are doing your homework and take it to them, and then they're going to they're gonna go in and make sure that that's true. Um, the cost uh, can vary. Considerably, depending on the 
after some in China, Asia, U.S. and things. What really is not true is that manufacturing in the U.S. really is not that expensive. Well, no, it's really not. On that, I've found it. This is. I guess I'm looking at where you live. Well, I have manufacturing in China, but if you add your excise tax, your shipping, and all of those things just to get it to the ports, and then from moving it from the ports and the length of time, because once it gets to the ports, it's going to take nine days. It's going to, from manufacturing to get it out of the ports fast, is going to be 90 to 120 days. Oh, I ordered supplements. It was the same price. No, actually. Yeah, that was true. That, yeah. So when they looked at like hard physical items, it took 90, 120 days for me to go. We're here. There's a, there's a strike. Yeah. There's a strike that I got. You remember that strike? Yes, yes I do. There's a strike. Oh, just me. I'm so bad. I'm so pissed. If you sit there and you think, well, there's 120 days, my product is not in the market. There's 120 days of oh, loss yeah, of profit. Yeah, there's 120 days that you've lost in profit and stuff. So take that into consideration too. Uh, the other part is that some of the manufacturers, you can license that out to the manufacturers that will do the marketing and distribution of the sales and take care of all of that for you. Um, it will cost you a percentage, but then once you get it to that point, and you, if there's a if it's a product you like, right? Right. So that, let's wrap it up real quick. So, uh, sorry, I get you get carried away yeah. when you're enjoying the the, the uh, show. But you got marketing number eight and sales number nine. You licensing, private licensing, you have branding. So number one, you have to have a need. Two, an idea with patent search. Number three, draw it out. Draw out the idea. Number four, take it to engineer. Five. Number five, have an attorney do a patent search and file. Number six, you'll have some adjustments. Number seven, manufacture. Number eight, marketing. And number nine, sales. Yep. So uh, do you help people do this? Oh, absolutely. Do you, do you give up your information? I know you give it a little bit. How do they yeah. reach you? You can contact me, Condor, Product, uh, Condor Holdings, LLC, uh, 801-676-9112. And I'll be glad to help you and work something out. We will sign an NDA. So the idea, that's another thing. NDA, non-disclosure agreement. Keep it close to you. You should have that number two. Do yeah. you have an idea? You start showing your idea. Look for our show later with Kathy Keith Thompson at 5 o'clock. We'll be talking about five benefits of yoga. And we'll share five moves you can do live. Catch you later. Thank you for watching and listening. Ultra Life, the show about business and life. See ya.